Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it just to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a great way to support Going In Raw. we got a couple new patrons here at the $1 and up mark. Yeah. You get a shout out, but we've got a bunch of uh, reward tiers there for you to check out. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we got a bunch of them from yesterday. Let's see here. Uh, Ron Sanders, Arturo Cruz. Oh, man, how do you say this name? Uh, Gregor's Zerzak? How do you say that name? I don't even know how to say that name. Anyways, Drew Everyday, Austin Saville, uh, Bailey Cohen, Daniel Miller, Jonathan Vieira, Ralph Riker, and Graydon Hendershot. Welcome. Welcome, and thank you. To the Patreon Club. I feel like uh, Graydon Hendershot, he's a returning patron. Oh, you remember that that's name? That's the name I remember. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I don't remember that name. I don't know name. if he's a patron, but I remember he's been involved in the community before. Well, I remember that name. There you have it. Maybe he's wanted to, and until now hasn't, in any event. Welcome. Welcome. We really appreciate the support. Uh, so, SmackDown Live last night, in the books, Becky Lynch uh, slapped the taste out of Triple H's mouth. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of last night's show, man? It's kind of another weird show. It's a lot of talking. A lot more talky than usual. Was there? Yeah, there's oh, a lot see. of promos. I'm like, look at the notes. There's a lot of promos. And I still feel like, save for this Becky storyline, there's no looking ahead to Mania whatsoever on SmackDown. Whereas on Raw, at least there's the universal title scene. I feel like Raw as a whole is kind of looking ahead to, to, to Mania, whereas SmackDown, like Elimination Chamber, all the matches on Elimination Chamber, not all. Uh, except for the Cruiserweight title match. Every match so far announced so far on Elimination Chamber has at least some participants from SmackDown on it. There's a WWE title match, all SmackDown. There's a SmackDown tag team title match, all SmackDown. And, of course, the women's tag title Elimination Chamber match, half the teams are from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like SmackDown is focusing exclusively on Elimination Chamber, whereas Raw is looking ahead to Mania. Yeah. Maybe that's by design. It could be. It just makes, I don't know. It dampers my enthusiasm a bit for SmackDown because I feel mm. like they're they're focusing entirely on Elimination Chamber, which apart from the women's tag title match, just seems like an obligation to do something story-wise. I really wish the, the Elimination Chamber match, the men's Elimination Chamber match, was number one contender for the WWE title. Yeah. Because then they feel like there, it could, there's, there could be some unpredictability and they feel like there's real stakes. I know the title's on the line, Elimination Chamber match, but there's zero way... All right, 2% botch uh, uh, is the only way I feel like Daniel Bryan loses that title in that cage. Well, they just they just made the title 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's just, right. there's, just right. no, there's no there's no tension. I feel like there's no drama. There's no drama involved with that match. Really. 
I feel you. I think SmackDown has just been so entertaining for me that I kind of don't care. But I see what you're saying. Um, I agree with you. Although I am very much looking forward to the the women's uh, the women's tag team yeah, title match. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. I think it's gonna be great. That should be a lot of fun. And like the matches should all be fantastic. I just yeah. don't feel like there's a whole lot of, you know, and it's a, it's a common thing, the pay per views between Rumble and Mania, where they just feel like obligations. Like, mm-hmm. well, we gotta have a pay per view this month because we have pay per view every month. So let's develop some storylines that kind of just either keep the wheel spinning or kind of stopgap storylines before we get the real storylines we really want to tell at Mania. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not looking into it that deeply um, because I think that it would probably kill some of my entertainment. I just I, I roll with what they give me, and I was pretty entertained last night. Although, yeah, not to the extent that I usually that that I usually am. Mm-hmm. The, there, mm-hmm. Here's the thing: there was no killer match last night. No, and usually there's a killer match. There was Although Randy a couple, Orton versus Mustafa. Yeah, that was, was really good. Yeah. I thought the tag match between uh, Good Brothers and Nakamura and Rusev was good, especially in terms of the stories they were telling in the ring. There, that one actually infuriated me because I was sitting there watching it, and then like they had their entrances. And then literally three minutes of commercials. Like they had maybe two minutes of action and then yeah. three complete full minutes of commercial. I was, and then the match was over like three minutes after that. I was so irritated with that crap. I'm like, dude, how many, cause I'm sitting there and I'm in my office at home and I'm doing some stuff. I was like filling some Patreon stuff or whatever. And I'm sort of, you know, dicking around waiting for the commercial to be over. And I grant, I know it's in picture in picture, but I hate watching matches like that. Yeah, me too. So I'm just sort of doing whatever. And then I, it's one of those things where you sort of think about it for a moment and you're like, wait a second, how long have I been sitting here? It's just this endless commercial break. Yeah. That's how I feel about every time they do that. But I think it's, it's, it's just been a situation where it's, They've conditioned me to just accept that. Yeah. So, I mean, when they started doing that, they do it during title matches. And I was like, what the hell are you doing I think do, I, rolling that during a title match? I think Don't I do used picture to be, picture versus. Used to be like, cool with it. At you, a certain. You know, I, I, was, I was cool with it. But here's the thing this is the first match on the card. Yeah. And I think, like, it was just. It's the first wrestling we're seeing on the card. And then it just goes to commercial forever. And at that point, I'm like, okay, dude, that's enough. That's you know, enough. You know generally, unless they start the show with a match, that's how it always is. They might have a little more match before the first commercial break. But I know they do. Because the commercial I wouldn't, break like, is always interrupted by It's always interrupted, picture, but picture. man, three minutes, three full minutes during a match that I want to see. Because I want to see what Carl Anderson's going to do with Shinsuke Nakamura. You it was know? good stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I see what you're saying. I just... I don't know. Like, there's still in in my mind, there's still there's still two pay per views between, you know, here and Mania. So I don't really. I mean, I kind of care about Mania. I mean, I don't know. They're in a tough spot. Like, how do you write for both things? You know, because Mania is important, but they also got two pay per views that are important. So I think they're trying to have I mean, it both no, ways. No, the two pay per views aren't that. I mean, the elimination chamber is important because of the women's tag titles. Otherwise, it's not really that important. Well, they're paper by virtue of the fact that they're pay-per-views. They they have to do something with. That's my tiers, point. There's tiers of importance for pay. I get that. I know. I understand that. I'm yeah, just in saying. the grand scheme of pay- they are there. They have to do something for so them. I'd say elimination chain. Say there's three tiers for pay-per-views. Of course, top tier being the Mania, big, Rumble, the big four or five. It's like Mania, Rumble, and Money in the Bank now. SummerSlam. Oh, I'm sorry, in SummerSlam. Yeah, those four. And the next tier, tier is exclusively held by Survivor Series. No, a Survivor Series. It's like the gimmick ones, Survivor Series, Hell in a Cell, maybe Elimination Chamber. Because oh, they're gimmick I don't ones. know about that. And then everything that. else is bottom tier. I think Survivor Series exists because big things happen at Survivor Series. Sometimes. Nothing happens at those gimmick ones. Oh, Hell in a Cell. There's Hell in a Cell matches. Sometimes things happen there. Hell in a Cell matches. I think they are, they're in a separate tier strictly because of the gimmick. Yeah. Otherwise, um, everything else exists in a lower third tier where they're, they're glorified episodes of Raw, SmackDown, Super Shows. Let me ask you this. So uh, be, by virtue of the fact that Becky won the Royal Rumble... She is kind of above brand right now. Yeah. Like, she kind of should just be on Raw, really. Yeah. Uh, because she's facing Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, but they need to keep her on SmackDown because people might tune in the SmackDown in greater numbers if she's there. I wonder, that's probably, instead of having a proper uh, dropping of the brand split, wouldn't surprise me if that's how they handled uh, uh, the whole Fox USA, if it's if it's actually a conundrum, if it's actually something that's yeah, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rumors that they they want to end the brand split um, are a thing because of the Fox slash USA deals. Um, I I was thinking, I was like, I wonder, you know, that we've seen it before with Cena a little bit, but I wonder if they would just sort of launch these storylines that would almost necessitate. Granted, nothing really necessitates Becky being on SmackDown, but they found a way to do it because of Triple H, and then of course Charlotte calling her out. 
Well, I think the fact that Becky is going to have at least one more match with Charlotte between now and Mania necessitates her being on SmackDown somewhat. Well, storyline, there was no reason for her to be there last night. There was no reason for her to be last night. Why would, why would she show up on SmackDown last night? Because, she just showed up. Because that's what her storyline is going to be. She's suspended, so she's going to start showing up to stick it to whoever. Right. So, uh, I kind of wonder if that's like the sort of the, the problem. It's like, okay, well, Fox wants... The big names. Let's just get the big names involved in sort of above brand storylines. So possible. everybody might be happy. I could see that being. The I hope that's possible. kind of the case because I like it. I like that Becky shows up on Raw and then SmackDown. It makes it things. unpredictable. Yeah. unless they announce that Stephanie's inviting Becky Lynch to Raw, then it's completely predictable. Uh, show kicked off with Charlotte coming down the ring, um, and she was making her case to take Becky's spot against Ronda at Mania, saying. Hey, I'm here. I'm totally healthy. She has a bum knee, and I'm I don't have bum I'm, knee. I have, I'm totally healthy. I have all my limbs are functioning as they should be, um, and uh, I should be the one taking Ronda's or sorry, taking on Ronda at me. Why is she Baron Corbin now? I I'm here. I'm here. I'm doing it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so she's uh talking crap. Then Becky starts limping down through uh, the crowd, through the crowd. And then Charlotte's like, well, you're even stealing Roman Reigns' entrance. Charlotte was just doing everything to sort of be annoying last yeah, night. Yeah, pretty much. So it was very satisfying when Triple H said, this doesn't concern you. Go away. Yeah. So she even says, oh, Becky, you need me to help you over the barricade. Yeah. And then Becky just climbs over it because yeah. her knee's actually fine. So Becky started talking crap to Charlotte. Charlotte's talking crap to her. They argue. Adam Pierce and company come out. And then Triple H comes down and... Uh, and he then, tells Becky to go home. Charlotte's like talking behind him, and he goes, "All right, this doesn't concern you. Get this out of here." This isn't you. Get I find it fun. So then he's like, "You need to go home. The doctor, go see a doctor, or else you're gonna be suspended. You're not gonna go to WrestleMania." And then he starts to leave, and and Becky says, "How's Steph? Is she clear to compete?" Yeah, after <laughs> I decked her. <laughs> Becky's great, man. and then her, her smirk. She's so good. I think at that point I started looking up on WWE Shop. Some oh, did you, did you did you get that shirt? No, nah, man, it's thirty bucks. If I don't if I don't know for a fact that I can Was wear the that sale going on yesterday, because there's a sale today. Oh, nice. Which one were you going to get? Uh, the one that was twenty seven ninety nine. Oh, I think that's the sale price. That's the sale price. I think this, unless, are they unless, marked up to like thirty two bucks now? Maybe because there's a sale now. They mark oh, it up and then they goodness. put it on sale. I didn't get any of them, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so expensive. I'll wait till it's a. Till it's, well, I just want. Look, I don't even mind if I know I'm going to wear it. Yeah. But holy moly, if it's like that super. You know, you can return them. You could try it on if it is not. It doesn't. Doesn't that's, cool. That's a hassle. That's a hassle. No, they actually make it quite I'm easy. Sure There's I a label simply... inside the package that you put on a new bag and then you just put it in the mail. I would just rather do some research and find out if it's a shirt style, if it's a but shirt the quality that it's, I want. It's, there's, there's several things with you and your shirt. It's not just the, the quality of the fabric, it's the fit. And you can't find out the fit until you put it on your back yourself. Well, yeah, but first things first. I understand that. Like, it's a no It's a, It's no deal at all. It's, it's a deal breaker. I understand if, if it's the, the cheap... Yeah. So at that point, cotton. I can roll the dice and say, okay. Well, based on the thing you sent me last night, it's not the cheap cotton. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That's why I rolled it by you, because I was like, hey, dude, what do you think? I think they say it's like 100% cotton something. Bumped steel. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what it feels like. Well, that bumped steel might be more comfortable than what they actually make most of their shirts out of. Um, so Triple H uh, turns back towards Becky. And then he goes on this 10-minute tirade. About how she's afraid. Triple H is prone to do. Yeah, no. Said, I see it in your eyes now. I get it. I get it. You're afraid. Just like before Survivor Series, you threw caution to the wind and came down the next night on Raw and got yourself laid out. And you were probably happy. It's, I can see it in your I find it funny that you don't want to be at the bad WrestleMania show of shows, King of Kings. I fight. It's in your eyes. That's yeah, what he said. He was going on verbatim. On. He said that Becky was looking for a way out of her matchup mania because uh, she's afraid. Well, he said it's, it's, truth exposed. He, she's afraid that she would. Uh, she's afraid to, that she won't get cleared, but then she's also afraid she would get cleared, and then she's also afraid the doctor would find out that she's not really hurt. These are all things Triple H said. <laughs> said afraid that she won't get cleared, therefore won't be able to fight at Mania. She's Where afraid she he? will get cleared because Becky wants a way out because she really doesn't want to take on Ronda Rousey because she's afraid ultimately that she'll get exposed as not as tough 
as what she is. Where was this Sherlock Holmes-esque analysis during the Who Killed Alistair Black summertime affair in NXT, mm-hmm, Larson? Mm-hmm. He should have been heading up that investigation. I mean, because he really covered all his bases in this promo. <laughs> he really did. Talk about mo- finding the motivation. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. But he says uh, in the end she, that Becky's afraid that, ex- that Ronda will expose her as the fraud that she is. And she says, hey, hey, fucker. And then slapped and then, him. And then she slapped him, yeah. Yeah. And they had a stare down. That was pretty neat. Yeah, that was a cool stare down, man. I'm telling you. Maybe that's going to be Mania 36. Triple H versus Becky Lynch. I'm going to expose you as a fraud. And then he's going to tap to the disarmor. Yeah, after she doles out a pedigree. And Well, she's got a kick out of a pedigree, too. I really just wish that she, like, low-blowed him last I know. night. I just wanted a I swift know. kick to the balls. Suck it. Yeah, and then she crotch chops. That would have been good. Suck it. That would have been good. Uh, first match. That we saw on behalf of. The Good Brothers. Good Brothers. Gallows and Anderson taking on Nakamura and Rusev. They, uh, Nakamura especially did a really good job of acting like he did not want to be Rusev's partner, but yeah. at the same time won to win. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because the whole time Nakamura's on the corner just doing this. Yeah. And then at one point Rusev uh, tags himself in, and then uh, Carl and he, they like sort of have a moment like, well, why? Well, come on, I was I was doing stuff, and then Carl Anderson goes for a roll up, and Nakamura just as lazy as possible kicks him off. That was funny. It was good. Uh, at one point, Lana uh, was uh, trying to help Shinsuke up. Yeah, and Nakamura started, was laid out outside the ring. She yeah. started to point her shoe at him in a, in a in a threatening manner, saying, "Get up there and fight!" But also, she was trying to help him up. Yeah, and uh, it managed to work because the Good Brothers were attempting a magic killer. Nakamura gets in the ring, breaks it up. Uh, and the Rusev pins, of course, Carl Anderson. Oh. After Carl Anderson was busting out some new stuff. I didn't see him do that that senton type thing to the outside before. Yeah, man. What, is, what people have said for years. He is a very accomplished wrestler. Just go watch. What was it? The G120. Oh, and he made it to the finals. Yeah, against yep. Okada. Yep. Oh, man. Go watch that. Yeah. That finishing sequence. I just saw that kind of recently. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. crowd was just shitting themselves over there. Where they were just great. counting each other's finishers Holy all the time. crap. That was cool. Man, where is it going? Come on, man. Are you kidding me with this? It's uh, Gallows and Anderson. I know. Did you see that uh, Fightful thing about uh, the wrestle votes that we talked about on Overrun yesterday about uh, someone from WWE that would be interested in or had heard something from AEW. Well, Fightful is saying that uh, they can confirm whether who Russell Votes was talking about, but apparently they had heard that Randy Orton is like openly talked backstage about all <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my, that is, man, that is least likely. I know. That's insane. You would think he'd be WWE for life. Oh my god! I mean, like who has a better situation than he does? No kidding. That's that's insane. It's pretty crazy, huh? Wow. Let me see if I can find a uh, Randy Orton AEW yeah, it's a video. Oh. I just read about I'm it on watch Twitter. Video. Yeah, I'm gonna watch a video either. Yeah, it's a video. But like, apparently, he's got like another year plus on, or about a year on his contract. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, he gets paid tons of money. He has all his travel expenses covered. He's got a bus. He's got a set. He works a limited schedule. What possible motivation? He has not. I, I kind of, I have always gotten the impression that he's sort of, uh, <laughs> he's sort of, I don't know. He thinks the indies are below him. He yeah, he was, anything yeah. non-WWE is below him. Well, maybe he feels like he's accomplished pretty much everything he can, which is true in WWE. He just wants a different challenge. Unless maybe they're, they're offering him a Brock-level deal just to do appearances here and there and yeah. make... Double, double what he's making in Maybe. WWE. Well, the only thing I can think of is spend time, more time with his family. That's insane. He mm-hmm. already spends a lot of time with that family. Man, oh man. But I guess also uh, Fightful was clear, I guess, saying whoever their source was, was that AEW was not going to risk to, tampering yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with any contracted talent. 2020, well, yeah. Good. 2020. Maybe he's, he's just trolling people expired. backstage. Oh, that could be, you know, and it's just the possibility. He probably just says, uh, you know, because I'm sure he he talks to Chris Jericho or yeah, Cody sure. or something like that. I mean, he and Cody it's probably like if they're offering that much money, together. I'll listen to them. Yeah, exactly. He says it like right next to Vince's office, and so like Vince. No, hears. he's waiting to Gorilla for his match. <laughs> yeah, you guys heard what they're paying yeah, wrestlers over like, there in AEW. Hey Vince, he he's looks all, at he's, Vince. He's oiling himself up. Have you heard? Hey Vince, 
You heard of this thing called the Brinks truck? <laughs> you know, you can back that up anytime. I don't know why I'm doing it. You started doing this, so I started. Please rub an oil on it. Yeah, the oil. Yeah, exactly. the oil, baby oil. Next up, we had a really cool Mustafa Ali promo uh, where he's uh, sort of occupying uh, Uso territory. Like maybe he's, I don't know, in the next room over. Yeah. Wherever the bowels are. Well, he didn't have the, the fog machine, but it was dramatically lit at least. Yeah. I like to think that's that's it. Man, these Smackdown, these SmackDown promos are always really good. They're never like just sort of mm-hmm. boring. They're always mm-hmm. like interestingly done. Yeah, they tried to, to stylize them somewhat. Like even the, uh, who was it? The Iconics one. They had like some nice looking film footage. Yeah. Of theirs. It was like 35 millimeter. Maybe it was IMAX. I don't know. Could be. That was good stuff. Could be. In any event, Mustafa Ali... He was saying, uh, Elimination Chamber's coming up. I'm going to be in that match. Maybe I have a chance. Maybe I'll be the guy. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe I'll be WWE champion. And then the camera panned over for way too long to look at his cool, glowy mask thing. Yeah, that should have cut, cut right away. And then went right to the Usos. Yeah. Who were doing a promo talking about how uh, Shane and Miz are their opponents' Elimination Chamber. How oh, Shane it, was, it was announced right before this. I think maybe in between these. I don't know. That uh, next week, McMiz TV is Shane McMahon and Miz. Yeah. They're co-hosting yeah. the sort of the, the next generation what's, of Miz what's TV. What's a better take on the name, that or Ms. Man? Ms. Man. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that better. Yeah, me too. Ms. Man and TV. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so the Uso was saying, oh, you're the best team. You haven't done this. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they were essentially questioning the, uh, the, the foundation of, of Shane and Miz's partnership. Well, yeah. You know, because they're brothers. They're brothers. Twins. Yes. Can't question the foundation of their partnership. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, next, Randall Orton taking on Mustafa Ali. Randy Orton had a pretty sleepy uh, picture-in-picture promo. <laughs> He's saying, I don't even know who I'm facing tonight. I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't care about names of anybody I'm facing Elimination Chamber or faces. All I care about is the pain that I'm going to give to each of them. I'll be honest, I missed this, but I hope it was verbatim. What Not you just quite said. verbatim, but pretty close, <laughs> word for word. I think it's. Mm. No, he didn't yawn at least, but he just did this. Just by now, I'm writing out my contract until AEW. I got one more year here. Can't wait to fight Joey Janela <laughs> in a hardcore match. I've heard about this guy, Jungle Boy. I'm a big night. Oh, Jimmy Havoc. Night yeah, I know, I saw that. Whoa. I'm going to take about on time. Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> In a CZW style death match. <laughs> at all in three. Match. <laughs> oh man. That's good. This is a good match though. Mustafa oh, Ali's great. great. Yeah, he's he's super good. I love that bit where uh he was gonna he, he didn't fall for the first RKO. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gonna go for his his tornado DDT. Orton was expecting he's it. He's like, ooh, ooh. Mustafa Ali twist his body the other way. Went to the other side of Orton's body for the, the Tornado DDT. That but was cool. In, but then in the end, I love this. In the end, Mustafa Ali got tricked by Randy Orton. Randy Orton just... Mustafa Ali was up. He was trying to get to the top rope, do some cool stuff. Oh, it was 054. Was, oh, yeah, that's right. Orton pops up, and he like whips his leg out and sends him flying up in the air for a pop-up and then drop the RKO on him. Very inventive spot. Yeah. Uh, that was good. I, I kind of feel like that Mustafa Ali, even though he was going to lose this match, like, oh, I could, I get to help come up with a really cool. RKO oh my god, spot. yeah, that's exactly what happened. He probably came so up. I was with like, this I don't care car. if I win or lose this. I want to come up with a really cool RKO spot. He probably came up, went up to Randy Orton, said, know. "Hey, do you want to do this?" Yeah. No, that's what Seth said. The their spot at Mania. Oh right, the same yeah. thing. He's like, "Hey, you want to do this?" And Orton's like, "I don't know if we can do that." <laughs> I don't think they even practiced it. Yeah, that's what I, the impression I got from Seth. Yeah. Not like I talked to him in person. I thought he said that. Didn't he say that they practiced it and it didn't work? Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> and then they just did it. And they just did it. Oh, man. In front of, what was it? 70,000 70, people. 70,000 people. Wow. Yeah, man. Anyways, Mustafa Ali. And then, of course, Samoa Joe hits the ring. Oh, man. And he just great. chokes the crap out of Randy Orton. Yeah. Put him in the coquina clutch. Yeah. Um, Joe so, makes yeah. everything better. Yeah, he really does. Um, Joe's walking up the ramp. Daniel Bryan comes out to the top of the stage. Uh, Joe, he just likes to fight. He approaches, mm-hmm. and Eric Rowan beats up with Brian, kind of cuts off Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe just goes backstage. I like there was a little bit of jaw in there. He was like, oh, that's your guy. This is, this was, this is how it's going to be. And yeah. Brian's like, yeah, pretty much. And then uh, Samoa Joe had a promo where he gave us some physics lessons. 
Um, yeah, he said uh, he said my the physics in my universe, which is fat. We're talking about Raw Gate. We're we're in Raw Gate Joe territory universe. here. Yeah, we're in Raw Gate Joe Gate universe, where he's like the physics in my universe are different than normal physics in human universe. Yeah, because every uh, every event has an op- opposite and uh, not equal reaction, but uh, overwhelming reaction. Yeah. He's he's the king of the disproportionate response. Yes, is what he's saying, yes, pretty much. And so he said, you know, you that do if a little wrong, to me, Joe, in the slightest, he will. I'm going to come a after lot you. Back yes. To you. Yes, that's a very satisfying philosophy for life. I don't actually think he's like that. No, he seems like a really good dude. During that travel vlog, oh he man, very very understanding. He fosters animals. <clears throat> yeah, I know. That's he amazing. just seems like a really good dude. But when there's construction going down on his balcony, he could have gone out there. Overwhelming response would be start power bombing people off his balcony. But no, he just sort of whined a little bit to the camera. Yeah. And then went about, about his day. Yeah, he just, he, I, I kind of felt like he was like, yeah, this is what happened. I'm going to take it up with the people at the front desk. <laughs> it's not really an overwhelming no, response. No, that's a completely rational response. Unless he lied to them about what happened. Like, yeah, they were all standing there watching me get dressed, you know, while they were doing their construction work. They were leering at me, front desk manager. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't show that. But I don't think he did that. He didn't show that in his travel vlog. So Daniel Bryan then came out with uh, Rowan, or he was already out, and he dropped a promo. Uh, where, this is uh, really long. This is really long, but it was really entertaining. It was good because he was getting the, the face heat from his home state crowd. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was saying he's putting over Washington for being uh, enlightened mm-hmm. uh, individuals. Um, uh, pretty much, he said, unlike anybody anyplace else in the country. <laughs> yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. That's, um, that's, a, that's a good way of handling a situation where you're going to get f- f- the face heat mm-hmm. is you just got to pivot and then start talking trash about every everybody else. And then what really worked is when he handed the mic over to Rowan. Oh, he had his own mic. He got to. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. He got to talk. And uh, and yeah, he, it's like it's it's as if we've never heard him talk before, because I don't think we have. He, At least not to any. Well, I think in, you know, in the heard Legend of, Brothers thing, he talked a little bit, but it was all like this. This sounded like a shoot <laughs> right. voice. This sounded like his actual voice. He's got actually a pretty distinctive voice. He does. Yeah, it's just it's like he's he's. I don't I don't remember a time when he's actually talked in front of a live crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he has. I it's just obviously hasn't been often enough for me to remember it. But then they started wedding him. Yeah, and then Daniel Bryan got mad at them, and you know he kept on calling him his intellectual peer. Yeah. Um, I love this Daniel Bryan. I think he's great. Oh, he's fantastic. After that, we had a Jeff Hardy interview where he was talking about fighting Daniel Bryan and uh, how he uh, is staining the legacy of the WWE title. And uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, she said, uh, was it, who is it, Kayla? Yeah. Kayla said, well, you know, you can, are you going to do something about that? Are you going to talk to him? And he said, no, guys like that can't be talked to. I can't tell him to shut up. I have to go out there and get him to shut up. Yeah, and then AJ Styles came in. All real, Jeff Hardy? What are you talking about? What? You can't do nothing. You're not going to do it in your current state. We've seen you recently, and uh, Jeff Hardy's like, "Oh yeah, what? like you, you, you kept, you keep on losing to him too, man." Yeah, you can't <laughs> get the job done, right? I want to be in one of those backstage interview segments. It'd be fun. Just uh, start stumbling over my words. Yeah. Next, uh, Naomi and Carmella, this newly formed tag team, taking on the Iconics and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi and Carmella had a brief promo, picture in picture. Uh, before the match began. Um, Talking about their opportunity to be a tag team in the yeah. Elimination Chamber yeah. and how they are all on board. I think it's a great team, man. I, I think, think so, too. Really Lana good. was on Twitter, and she wasn't happy about it. Well, Naomi had like a burgeoning 
friendship or something. She's kind of a crap wrestler, and Naomi's actually and, a pretty good wrestler, and Carmella's been, become pretty good, so yeah. I, that's okay. And now Lana Rusev are heels any, again anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, none of it matters. Um, Sonya and Mandy Rose had a, a bit of an interview backstage in Gorilla before their entrance. Mm-hmm. They're both really good on the mic. They are both very comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is it's it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> I was kind of bummed out though that they don't have some sort of. I know they're really up on the Mandy Rose uh, entrance music. There's not some sort of amalgam. Agreed, because we need those strobe lights. And all this stuff. Even going like on. when they put on the filter for Mandy Rose's uh, entrance, Sony Deville, she's standing a foot next to her, and she's out of focus yeah, because that, they do everything all that out vignette, of yeah. yeah. So she needs. I don't. I'm not gonna advocate for the show. I'm saying some sort of a middle ground. A middle ground. Agreed. Like have Mandy Roses and then kick in with some. What do you think of their new name? Fire and Desire. I hate it. Absolution was the perfect name. It is a good name. I mean, give me a break. Who cares if it doesn't really thematically work for them without Paige now? No, still, still a good name. It's a really good name. Sonya Deville has some awesome ring gear too. Somebody's calling me from Pacifica, California. Hmm. Don't know who you are, friend. <clears throat> Who, what now? Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville has some awesome ring gear. Yeah, she always looks great. Uh, yeah, so anyways, Mandy got the pin on Naomi. After her finisher, same finisher as Tommaso Ciampa's. Yeah. It's the good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber. What, uh, what, what they're going to do with these tag titles. You got to assume There's Sasha. There's no and, clear winner here. But you got to assume Sasha and Bailey are the front runners at this point. Same way that Mustache Mountain was, though. That's how I feel. I feel like they always put these faces up front to be the presumptive winners, and then they don't follow through. On, or they, it's not that they don't follow through on it. They just give somebody uh, the titles to and chase. And have the baby faces chase, yeah. And, like, so Mustache Mountain wouldn't surprise me if they won those tag titles at, uh, like, the next TakeOver or something. You know, same way Tony Storm. Well, here's the thing. That's what I'm thinking. It, it could be that, or it could be a situation where they have some sort of dream matchup set for Mania for Sasha and Bailey, say Trish and Lita decide. Okay, sure, yeah. And so they put the belts on Sasha and Bailey mm-hmm. immediately to build to that match. Yeah. That's the other That wouldn't surprise no, that it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did put them on put the titles on them. Um because here's the thing also Sasha and Bailey, by virtue of Charlotte being on SmackDown and Becky I mean I know Becky's supposed to be on Raw, but she also shows up on SmackDown. Like they can, they they're the they're the team most likely to be sort of cross brand. Mm-hmm. Because who else is who else from Raw is in this match? Uh, Riot Squad. No, uh, uh-uh. and then Natalia. Wait, no. oh no, Nia and Tamina. Yeah, I don't really see that either. I mean, it's either gonna be Sasha Bailey, the iconic. No, it's gonna be Sasha and Bailey or Absolution. Yeah, they're the two front runners in my mind. But the iconics. When's the last time they won a match? I like them. I like them a lot, but they're not, they're not really booked as a powerful team. After that promo last night, I don't know, man. You're right. They're not, but they're also kind of Although a sneaky they, team. Although they could, they could want to put them on Naomi and Carmella. I don't see that. That's, that's my least likely because they're like sort of the... I kind of feel like Riot Squad's least likely. Oh, no. Like they just threw together Naomi and Carmella. Man. Yeah, I know. They have no they have zero history whatsoever. Zero. The Riot Squad, I'll be honest with you, the Riot Squad to me kinda come off like uh the Zach Gibson and uh the, the the I would agree with you if Ruby Riot was one of the the, the members of the, of the team in Elimination Chamber. But she's not. And we know. No, they did the advertisement last night and it was Liv Morgan and Sarah you know Logan. That for a fact now? And they were the ones that qualified. And Ruby was talking about going after the Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably going to go with Sasha and Bailey or Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the Iconics. I could see the Iconics too. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, next, we had uh, Andrade Almas and Zelina Vega promo. One eye, like both eyes were really, really. He looked sleepy. Yeah, he did look. Tired. One eye was like shut more than the other. Head, head his head was back, like cocked this. up like that a little bit. Yeah. He's good though. I like. Oh, him. he's great. They're uh, they're still going after Rey Mysterio. Hopefully, they'll get us. Oh, I like match. this. Yeah, I this like this good. because this injected a little bit of story. Mm-hmm. They they start talking exactly what everybody kind of figured this would be. You know, the legend of Rey Mysterio, uh, and because I think he started off saying something like, "When I was a kid, um, uh, Rey Mysterio was a legend." Effectively, he's looking to replace Rey. Yeah, and then Zelina Vega went into it. Yeah, exactly that. 
man, I thought that was really good. This might, dude, I don't know, man. If this keeps going, which it obviously it is. I mean, this is my front runner for feud of the year right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's hard to argue that point. Holy moly! This, these are just matches are so good, and now they're putting some story into it. Get another three or so matches out of it. God, that's gonna be good. Yeah. After that, we had a cool little Oscar video package to remind everybody that she is still. Yeah, it was cool. Been a lot cooler for her to actually be on the show. That'd have been cool too. Yeah, Here right. we're about a lot of talk in this episode. We're about a week or a week and a half out from Elimination Chamber. She didn't even have a match yet. Yep. The 17th, so, yeah. 11 days. Mania, man. Mania kickoff show. That's where she's going to land. <sighs> shouldn't, though. She definitely shouldn't be on the Mania kickoff show. Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan was our main event. Mm-hmm. Non-title match, of course. Main event. Uh, this was fun. I, every time I see a Daniel Bryan match, I just think to myself, man, th- now we get Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah, man. Whereas a year ago... We wouldn't have gotten that. We wouldn't have gotten that. He tweeted something about being there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said because three years ago, almost to the day, it was February oh, okay. 8th, okay. 2016, he was forced to retire in yeah. Seattle. And then almost three years the day later, he's WWE champion. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, man. Uh, I really hope they don't go down the, the route of making Daniel Bryan a cowardly heel now, though. Like, he's got to be, he's got to start winning matches on his own. It's okay for him to have Rowan as his muscle yeah. to a degree. Yeah. But he can't be on the verge of defeat every time only for Rowan to save him. Makes him look weak. Yeah. I don't, I don't want him to. I don't want it to turn into a Seth situation. Exactly. I don't want it to go that route. But, I mean, he's a bad guy. You know, he's got to. I understand cutting corners. He's got he's to be able to get some of that a little bit. I but, mean, the fact is you can always go back to the fact that he had. Uh, he put in a gutsier performance against Brock Lesnar than like anybody has. Yeah. Um, and granted, I know he lost that match, but with Brock Lesnar, it's not the win or loss. It's, it's the fight. It's how well the you fight. how well exactly. you can fight. Yeah. So I think he has a little ways before we get to that point. But I agree. Having running mean, that would kill Jeff Hardy if Daniel Bryan just went over clean here. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't advocate for that in this yeah. sense. It, in this scenario, it made sense because they won fights, the show to end in a huge brawl. But if it's, if this is if he fights like Ty Dillinger and needs his help, then yeah, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, or agree you know, that. like every one of his pay per view matches ends with interference from Rowan, only to have him win. It's a, it's the Seth Rollins scenario, yeah, where he's putting in, putting forth a pretty solid performance, and then in the end just needs help to win or at least not lose. Yeah, I'd be anti. It just that. gets tiresome. Yeah, I agree. And it seems like if you're not a monster heel, this is the only way they can book a heel in WWE. Mm-hmm. It's either you're a monster heel who dominates everybody just with overwhelming force, mm-hmm. or you're a cowardly heel who can't ever win a match clean by yourself. Yeah. And it's just not that interesting, I don't think. Uh, so anyways, towards the end, as I was mentioning, Jeff Hardy hits a twist of fate, uh, hits a swanton, goes for the pin. Rowan pulls him out of the ring. Uh, Hardy wins by DQ. Um, Brian puts Hardy in the yes lock. Joe runs out, uh, tosses Hardy, puts Daniel Bryan in the coquina clutch. Um, then Randall Orton runs down the ring. Joe lets go of the clutch, starts brawling with Orton. Mustafa Ali comes in, hits a drop kick from the top rope on both of them. He tries to hit a suicide dive on Rowan, who Joe had laid out earlier, yeah. only to eat one of his like head palm choke slams yeah. onto the announce table. Um, AJ comes down the ring. He brawls with Orton, hits a knee on Joe. Phenomenal form on Hardy. He clears the ring. So he stands tall in the ring to end the segment. We go backstage to Gorilla. I love this. This was fantastic. This was where great. Daniel Bryan drops an interview where he's basically screaming at Caleb Braxton <laughs> for three minutes. Aren't you smart enough to know? I didn't need him. He's my intellectual peer. He doesn't hang out with me to be my bodyguard. Oh, yeah, before that, he's like, I just had a match and I'm here getting confronted by you. <laughs> Everybody just ruined my match. All those guys out there ruined my match. Oh, that so was it wasn't cool. for all their interference. Yeah. You guys yeah. timeline a little messed up. Because there. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Vince is probably sitting right there or Triple H or somebody, and they probably have a giant smile on their face for what this dude is doing on the mic yeah. right now. Yeah. Because it's so, so good. good. So good. It is so good. Man, oh, man. Love me some new, new, yes, new, 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 Daniel new, new Daniel Bryan. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Question time. 
Question time. So, I mean, it's like it was a decent episode of SmackDown, but there's just I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel it. Like it's, it's, it's just breezy. I didn't put up. I didn't put a uh, community tab thread up because with SmackDown, usually it's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, exactly. Quiet Wyatt designs Lana Rusev Nakamura as SmackDown's resident Bond villains. Who do you think is best suited to play Bond? Who would be the James Bond of SmackDown Live? Well, who's the smoothest? Mustafa Ali. Well, if it's an origin story, I'd say Mustafa Ali. If it's an old grizzled uh, Bond, it's Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, you want sort of an outside-the-box type Bond, Samoa Joe. Or he'd actually be a better Bond villain. Yeah, he know. would. He'd be a perfect like a, Bond a villain. a new Dr. No. Yeah. You know. About Miz. Miz would be a decent Bond. No, dude. No, he'd be like... Uh, he'd be, what was the he'd Mr. be Bean. Lazenby. Would be the Mr. Bean uh, spy movie. <laughs> Johnny English? Yeah. He'd be Johnny English. <laughs> oh. Uh, Greg Morris here in the Discord. So the OG SmackDown 6 were Kurt, Benoit, Edge, Ray, Eddie, and Chavo. Who are 2019's SmackDown 6? He said, uh, remove Randy and Jeff and replace them with Ray and Andrade in the Elimination Chamber is what he'd want to see. So that's besides the point. Well, I'm guessing Ray and Andrade are going to have their own match on Elimination Chamber. That's How about just in. them in Elimination Chamber? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> They're just standing So if they want, pause. so new SmackDown 6, you got AJ. You it's got everybody in the chamber right now. AJ, Daniel Bryan. Mustafa Ali, Samoa Joe. Um, Orton and Hardy. That's the new SmackDown 6. Oh, yeah, Rain. It's SmackDown 8. No, SmackDown 10 because you got Becky and Charlotte. But then also you got Rusev and Nakamura. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They're, Tom, they're unnecessary. Tom Fox, is it just me or are WB saying title instead of championship more often and consistently as of late? Man, I stopped paying attention to that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. I just wish they'd go back calling it a belt. Yep. Um... Primetime Henry Harris says, apparently, there's talk the Usos might leave too. What is your source for that, Henry Harris? Yeah, what's the source? Let me know what your source is. Please, source. Justin Rogers, just throwing you guys some money. Y'all entertain me on this FedEx route. Thanks. Ooh, man, I wonder where he is because it is freezing outside. I would not want to be delivering. It's cold pretty much everywhere. It's cold here. It was low last night. It's supposed to be 33, which is balmy comparison to the Midwest, but it's pretty cold for here. Yeah, it is pretty cold for here, man. I woke up, my house is cold. Um, John Mackey says, Target has some of the most comfortable t-shirts. They do have some comfortable t-shirts. Yeah, they've got some really soft, soft t-shirts. Let's see here. Uh, A $2 message retracted. Oh, those are my favorite. Dragon Reborn RKO channeling Fun Hoss. I think when you were doing your sleepy Orton... There you go, yeah. Everybody around here wants to I don't know it. anybody's faces or names. <laughs> That's exactly fun, Oz. I don't know anybody's faces or names. I don't know anybody's faces. I guess it's part Orton, part JR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know anybody's faces or names. Uh, Eddie Jose Guevara Menivar, what do you guys think of the China Memorial Battle Royal for WrestleMania? Who would you guys name the Battle Royal after? It would be China. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. I totally would that's do good. that. That's really good. Uh, Chalupa Batman, nobody cuts promo with more fire and stank than the Usos. Yeah. They're sharp on the mic, man. Love the Usos. They're great. Super Smash Brothers. Um, uh, Alex Foster, what would you guys probably get suspended for in WWE? (sighs) Hmm. I might be kind of like Becky, where I like I'm, I hurt myself, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get checked out for fear for fear that it'd be the worst possible scenario. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. We're like, hey, you need to go get checked out. I'm like, no, I got this huge match coming up. I don't want to risk missing out on it because I I have like I just blew out my knee. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah. I'll I'll, just, I'll fight through it. Then after Mania, then I'll go get checked out. Yeah. God, I don't know. What do you? What would I get suspended for in the WWE? Oh, I was listening to the the Sid episode of something to wrestle with. Yeah, sure. He's not on there. They're just talking about him. <laughs> um, right. So apparently, when he had his first run with the title leading up to his match against Sean at the Rumble '97, mm-hmm. um, they had this they had this huge press conference planned for San Antonio to announce the show and the title match. Oh no! And Sid no showed. Oh my god! He said he overslept. <laughs> and it's funny because at that time they thought Sid was a relatively dependable hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like he. 
he showed up to his appearances and, and so on and so forth. So it was kind of, in a way, out of character for him to just completely no-show such a huge yeah. thing. And he said, like, apparently HBK and, and Stone Cold had been out drinking the night before, and Shawn Michaels was up the entire night, and he made it. Oh, man. You know what I would probably get suspended for? Hmm. Uh, oh, no, but anyway, Sid didn't get suspended for that. Going, <laughs> well, going off script too much. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't have a terrific memory. Yeah. And so if I get handed a script, and you know me, I don't have much of a filter. I'll immediately start going blue if that's the situation. Yeah. So I would probably get suspended yeah. for yeah, that's it. going against standards and practices. Yeah, probably. And simply not following the script. Yeah. Like, you just gave this to me five minutes ago, Vincent. Yeah. Because then uh, Owens and Sami Zayn get in trouble for that's what going I would off get script. In trouble for. Yeah. yeah, Fatal Pharaoh having a custom title belt doesn't mean the champion will hold the title for long. Remember Naomi's glowing belt? She had that for a little while, a little bit. I mean, she had it through multiple title defenses, but yeah. this thing just rolled out like yeah. a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, Joe McGinnis on a scale of one to ten, how much did Triple H want a pedigree Becky and Charlotte? Oh man, it was like eleven. Yeah, maybe twelve. Sammy, well, I think. Charlotte probably like an eight, but Becky yeah twelve, especially after he got slapped. Sammy Garcia, I get, I get the feeling that just Triple H walking around seeing people, it's an eight. Yeah, it could be. So that's his default. Yeah, Sammy Garcia, I say Iconics pick up the tag team belts, take it all the way to Mania, then hug and boss, win them at WrestleMania. What do you guys think? I, I'd like the Iconics to be the first champions. I'm just, I'm just skeptical that's going to happen. I think, I think your idea about them taking on a dream team of like Lita and Trish, I think that's actually kind of likely. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Pretty boy Fred twenty five. You guys talked about halftime heat. Yeah, we did on the Monday episode. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. You got something else over there? Yeah, I'm sure I do. All right. Well, I'll keep going. Dr. Rice, would Becky benefit from some new theme music? I'm telling you, at Mania, give her Johnny Cash as the man comes around. That'd be good. That's what you got to do. Or at least start that and then, oh. People get, yeah, that, yeah. people get pumped for that music. People get pumped for that music. You're right. Sammy Garcia, if WB wants the four horsewomen to have the belts, how would it work for Charlotte for fans to be behind her win? You know what's funny it is, is that I was just uh, wait. It's, here's the thing. This is what I was kind of thinking. Charlotte is kind of a walking championship. She doesn't actually need it. She doesn't need to be hoisting a belt. Yeah. I do think that Mania should end with the four horsewomen standing tall in the ring. Maybe it's a matter of you know Becky finally gets that win. Ronda Rousey quantum leaps out of there. 
Sasha and Bailey, the tag champions, they come down and they celebrate. Charlotte's music kicks in and they have their moment. Charlotte doesn't need to stand tall with the title because she's had it so many times. Yeah. So she can still be out there for that moment and you're not losing anything without her having a title. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Haggett. Friendo. Friendo. Just jumped in on the live stream. Welcome, oh, Dylan. Good to see you. Uh, AO Worm. I, I, this, is a good, this is a good point. We sort of didn't talk about this. He says, am I the only one annoyed with Corey's commentary with Mandy? He's starting to sound like King in the early 2000s. It's starting to get there. Yeah, it's a bit much. It is it is a bit much. It's a bit much. He needs to dial back a little bit. I mean, his his first comment, like, uh, what, God rested on the seventh day because he created Mandy on the sixth and he was exhausted or something like that. That was kind of clever. He's a clever guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he yeah, goes he a little dial, hard on that He needs to dial stuff. it back. Yeah. Uh, Astros J5, Charlotte is now 100%. Becky heel character wearing all black, calling Becky Roman, saying she weasels into matches and stealing her spotlight. Oh, Marcus Harrison, this is great. Yesterday was fish and broccoli. Today I'm having fish and asparagus. I am the worst. Dude, what are you doing? That's incredible. You admire that. I mean, he's going balls. Eating what's best for him. That's some resentment issues towards his fellow workers. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's got a, a little space for himself. I don't know what, what the situation is like at his I, place of work. And on top of that, like he's gonna have the smelliest farts in his cubicle. I got called out once at my old job. My uh, my friend Andrea, um, you know, I, I don't know if you ever had like a, a work wife in one of your offices, but that was like when you're when you're in an office job where people are just like, oh god, this job sucks you tend to find your alliances. Yeah. And then it's always beneficial to have a work spouse, you know? All right. Um, and so uh, that was Andrea to me for a period of time. She was hilarious. And uh, she came over to my cubicle one day and she was like, did you fart in here? And I said, yeah, I just did. Like on the down low, right? And she yells, hey, everybody, Steve farts in his cubicle. What am I supposed to do? Just hold it in? Jeez. No, I'd just say she says if she if she farts, push. Don't answer the question. Thought I could trust her. <clears throat> Wrong. I bet Marcus farts in his cubicle. I don't know. Scorpio 85, I've been missing the most entertaining duo for a while now. Steve, can I get a welcome back? This is Dusty. Hey, baby. Who this? Scorpio 85. Scorpio 85. 1985 was a great year for Dusty Road. I won the NWO championship five times that year. I don't know if that's true, Dustin. I don't think it is. The glorious Steve Klein says, uh, Rowan sporting an Amon Amarth shirt tonight. Yeah. Viking metal at its finest. What would you do if you ran into Rowan in the mosh pit of an Amon Amarth show? Or maybe it's Amon Amarth. Yeah, it's Amon Amarth, yeah. Okay. Um... You know, he seems like he could be like a, like a, a protective type guy. Oh, yeah. So if I found myself in the mosh pit, I would just stay close to him because I feel like he would no, he would man. fend people off. He would stick his giant hand on your head and choke slam the crap out of you. That's no, but I if mean. we're friends, he would do that to everybody else just and keep stay, me safe. But you're not friends. We could be. I yeah. feel like we could be. Uh, Dragon Reborn, Steve needs to crop dust. That's what you should have done. Is, is that's what, dude, that's what you do. That you, You're just like walking around this whole... Some of those farts, I'm like, dude, you have shit yourself. Marcus Harrison says, I have my own office space. I bask in my fuck. Oh, man. Do you ever That's call you people do in? Do you ever call people in? That's like, how you do it. Hey, Cynthia, can I see you, please? And then she walks in. She's like, but she doesn't say anything because Marcus is like the man there because he has his own office. Who gets her own office? And she's like, yes. What do you want? What do you want? And he's like, let's go over this report here for a second. It's five pages long. And she's like, eventually, though, you get used to it. <laughs> so nasty. That's so gross. Whoops. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cooper Sick, master of the super kick, when the hemp WWE championship title, unfortunately but inevitably, gets replaced. How will it be disposed of? Because I do kind of feel like when Daniel Bryan eventually loses it, they might make a production yes, out of getting yes, rid of that. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, I'm thinking like either a wood chipper. Or maybe they plant it. Yeah, probably a wood chipper. That makes sense because the plates. Mm-hmm. Send it into space. 
Uh, is there like a place where you can go to recycle wood? I don't think so. Never heard of that. We take wood stuff and they just like chip it up and do something with it. I don't know. I don't know either. If you just have wood laying around, don't you just put it out? You, if you have wood laying around, <clears throat> you just put it on your driveway, put a sign that says free. Yeah, people will take it. Because somebody's going to take it. Yeah. They'll burn it. Uh, <clears throat> Dylan Haggett, Larson gets suspended for farting and catering. I don't know if he gets a spart suspended for that. No. Though, but that's definitely something you would do. Scorpio 85, should Daniel Bryan be champion till SummerSlam? SummerSlam 2023. Well, he mean, yeah, he says he wants to be champ forever. So, who am I to argue? There you go. Who am I to argue? <clears throat> you got anything else over there? Yeah, I got a couple. I'm just looking at which ones I want to. Um, bu- 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 Wolfpack for life. Should Becky show up at NXT? Did you? What was that deal with uh, Drew Gulak? <clears throat> he posted a picture of him with the NXT logo and then says, "Thanks for the opportunity, William Regal." Oh, you didn't read what happened the next at the tapings, huh? No. Should I just shut up now and wait till the show airs? Is Drew Gulak going to be on NXT? Well, there's a reason he posted that, Steve. You can tell me. We'll, t- t- we'll talk about it afterwards. Does it look like he's going to be a permanent fixture there? That I don't know. Oh. The, the episode hasn't, hasn't aired yet. Is he going to be in a thing with somebody? I don't know. Well, you do know. You just don't want to say. I honestly don't remember. I just saw his name. Mm. Don't remember in what context. Very excited. Yes. Man, if that's the case, are they just strip mine in 205 Live? Is 205 Live just going to end up being like, um, sort of like the same function as the sub NXT brands, like the sub, you know, NXT UK? I kind of feel like it's more on par with like main event now. Ouch. I think people can go there. For example, so Umberto Carrillo is there. Yeah. So he gets a good year in I guess 205. I meant, I meant in terms of the perception of 205 Live. Oh, the perception is like sub main event. But if Umberto Carrillo goes there for like a year and shows a lot of promise, develops character, then he might get moved up to regular NXT from whence he came, <laughs> from where he came. Yeah, I don't know about that. I kind of feel like NXT and 205 Live, at least in WWE's mind, exists kind of on parallel planes. But if Drew Gulag just moved over there. That's what I mean. It's um, You know who needs to go to NXT is Tony Nese. Yeah. he's He's been suspended by Drake Maverick. He should just show up in NXT and stay there for a little while. He should just show up at 205 Live and punch Drake Maverick. That guy's terrible. Are we ready for All right, so password? we're going to do trivia. But it's this is so it's from the What Culture uh, trivia game, and it's the it's the password mm-hmm. version. So what's going to happen is <clears throat> I am going to we're each going to do this. We're going to take turns doing it. Uh, we're going to use words that are not there. There's a there's a wrestling phrase here. Yes, one of these I have no idea what it is. Uh, there's a wrestling before phrase you continue. Dylan, this says multiple complaints of farting and catering. There's so many people there. I can blame that on somebody else like you did when you were in school. Chris Bluto, shout yeah, out. Let's continue. Okay, so there's a word on this. There's a wrestling phrase on here. I have to use oh, no. words. Steve's undisputed said got hurt fighting a fire yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hope you're okay. Eesh. Man, oh, man. Anyways, continue. Sorry. That's I'll stop interrupting you now. That's a I would never like. But thank God there are other people out there brave enough like Steve is undisputed. There's one here that I don't know what it is, so I don't know how to help you with this one. Well, that's fine, man. Just do what you can do. Here we go. I'll go first. All right. I forgot. Card, card, or card, 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 card? Uh, I'll do card, card. Okay. No, we'll alternate. Sorry, I think I said we did last time. My apologies. Okay, uh, and we're not using phrases. We're only using other words. Single words. Single words. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You want me to go first? No. Uh, post invasion brand split world heavyweight championship no damn do I get one guess or? I don't know How many I kind of feel like we should get one guess per I think we should get multiple guesses alright two guesses per uh, that's like th- four alright these are hard um. Uh, Ooh. What? Fractured ankle, torn ACL, two slip discs, and back. Oh my Ow. gosh! Yowza! Man, hope there are no actual burns there. Um. 
post invasion. NBA July. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, draft. Mm. Brand draft. The, the first thing you said. Draft. But then another word after it. Uh, draft pool. Uh, Mega millions. Oh, draft lottery. <laughs> All right. Uh, scissors. Arn Anderson. Not quite. Sid. Uh, 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 Harlem Heat. Scissor kick. Scissors. Well, you can't eat. It's not a scissors. No. Hogan. Friend. Oh, uh, uh, Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Hardy Compound. Cameron, North Carolina. Cameron, North Carolina would not be a wrestling phrase. Well, that's where they're from. That's where the Hardy Compound's at. Impact. Oh, uh, 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 shoot. Tag Team Apocalypto. Oh, is it a Total Nonstop Deletion? No, close. It's the first one. Yeah. Which name's escaped me right now. <laughs> Last. And Final Deletion. Yeah. Uh, wrestling Award. Slammy. Yeah. Uh, fake Warrior. Uh, Renegade. Very good. Um, game Show. Alex Trebek. Um, Jeopardy. Uh, two of them. Double Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, oh, uh, Austin three sixteen. Uh, King of the Ring. Yeah. Um. Uh, Rain. Um. Sky, water vapor, white. <laughs> uh, steam? steam? Sky. Blue? White. Blue cl- rain. cloud. Rain. Cloud. Um, so that. Cloud. Uh, vowel. Um, uh, uh, pronoun. Pronoun for <laughs> this is so stupid. I do not know what this is at all. <laughs> uh, cloud pronoun for what? <laughs> uh, cloud, cloud atlas, cloud, cloudy day, um, cloud nine, um, blank phone, cloud cell. <laughs> cloud smart apple blank phone cloud uh, iphone cloud i yeah cloud e i have no idea that it is that's weird k-l-o-u-d-i oh man okay um uh corner of wrestling ring turnbuckle uh probably 18 inches long oh the tag rope very good um he was a parody WCW um, kind of animals. Uh, Gilbert. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, wrestler. Uh, his name uh, includes uh, a uh, synonymous, a word synonymous with uh, the snot in your nose. Bastion Booger. Very good. Oh my God. Um, that was rough. Dwayne Johnson, Mick Foley. Uh, last man standing. No tag team chair shot. Oh, rock and sock connection. Yes. Okay. Holy moly! So much for not using phrases. That was a uh, yeah. No kidding. Anyways, uh, today is on Overrun Chat have, Trivia Day. Trivia, yeah. So if you want on that action, if you want Steve or Larson or both of us to draw you something, you need to win Chat Trivia today. Patrons, stay tuned for that. It's a $5 yes, and up mark. Yes. yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.